The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated anonymously of Meir ben Esther. Amen. has been dedicated as well Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that Bezat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut Yamim, health, Oshel, Veoshel, Vechavod, and Bezat Hashem should be Zochem in the near future to raise a family uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated for the Rufu'ah Shlema of Shalomo Ben Rivka. Dedicated by Al and Alisa Musali of San Antonio, Texas. Tonight's staff is dedicated in memory of Abraham ben Esther. Amen. We begin today's daf on Lamedvav with Rishon right on the top line. Just to review our Mishnah, said a halakha regarding Yom Tov, Mashilin Perot Erech Arubah Yom Tov. Mishnah permitted one that has fruit, for example, wheat on its roof on Yom Tov and uh, it's going to rain and he doesn't want to lose the wheat and it's going to get destroyed and we have said Mamon so the Mishnah allowed the fellow to drop the uh, wheat or the perot down the skylight which is minimal terha because he's just dropping it down the skylight and that was mutar uh, compare that to a Mishnah that we had in Masechet Shabbat that talked about a person had an otzar a person had a warehouse and he wants to clear it out because he has guests or he has a uh, the Talmudim are coming to study and he needs place for Talmud Torah for Bitu Bet Midrash so it's permissible to move four or five boxes of produce as well so the Gemara was trying to figure out on the last Amud uh, what's the Shi'ur on Yom Tov how many of these fruit can you you know can you send down the Arubah are we going to say it's similar to Shabbat, where just like over there it's four or five, so here also four or five uh, boxes, or will we say that uh, it's different? Either we'll say that Shabbat we can be more lenient, uh, because on Shabbat we have an issue of Urhim, and we have an issue of Bitul Beit Midrash. that's why we're lenient over there. Or I could say also we're lenient by Shabbat, because by Shabbat you can afford to be lenient, because people are usually take Shabbat very very seriously. And therefore, you can be lenient because the leniency is not going to lead to any suit. Masha'ikan on Yom Tov, where the people don't treat Yom Tov, let's say, with the proper kavod, uh, it's light in their eyes, so we don't want to be lenient. Maybe we have to be more mahmir on them. Or I could say the other way. I could say maybe on Shabbat, they only let you do four or five because it doesn't involve Hefsed Mamon. Masha'ikan on Yom Tov, where it involves Hefsed Mamon, maybe I'll let you even do more. So the Gemara really is going to leave this in a teku, as well as the next several questions that the Gemara is going to discuss. The Gemara is going to leave at the end in one big Tiku on all these uh, answers, all these questions. I should say Tiku means that the will come and resolve these questions. So now we have the second question of the Gemara. And she says, We have another quandary. No, we said in Masechet Shabbat that what you're not allowed to clear out the warehouse or the storage house of these boxes. What does it mean not the otzar? When it comes to the warehouse, you're not allowed to empty out the warehouse completely, which means, let's say you have four or five boxes left. Normally we say you can move four or five boxes, but if moving the four or five boxes is going to end up clearing out the entire warehouse, <coughs> so it's going to be asur. 
Now, what's the reason? Because we're concerned that what? You might see the floor, and there might be a hole in the floor, and you might come to smoothen it out and fill up the holes. And that's a surah on Shabbat. So the Gevara's uh, uh, question is, What's going to be uh, the deen over here? Which means, look at Rashi, top line, Let's say there's only four or five kupot in the Otsar. Which in the case where you had, let's say, a hundred kupot, you get four or five. But if it's the last four or five, right? We don't let you reveal the floor. Because maybe there's going to be a guma, and it's going to, 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 to fill up the hole, it's going to be asur. So the question is, which means what about the case now by the perot, which means you have the fruit on the roof over here. Do we say the same thing, which means let's say you're going to clear up the whole roof. Is that going to be asur just as well it's on Shabbat? So it comes to go, I'll say on Shabbat, it's the laws of Mahmir. So therefore, uh, um, uh, we're stringent that what you cannot uh, 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 clear out the whole uh, uh, floor. About Yom Tov Dikil Shapir Dame. Yom Tov, the laws are not stringent. Which means Yom Tov, it's not Hayav Kare, it's not Hayav Sikila. Therefore, maybe we can be more lenient. And therefore, I'll let you clear off the whole roof. I'll tell you the opposite. I'll tell you over there where there was an issue of Bitu Betta Midrash. The reason why you were clearing out the storage house was in order to make room for the students to go on and still we said you can't move, move out the whole storage house put chicken on Yom Tov where you're moving your roof where it's not an issue with Tumat Midrash or the Muslim which should be asked to move out the whole uh, roof so therefore the Gemara leaves that question in abeyance as well come to Gemara and ask another question we learned by us Meshilin Perot Nerich Arubabi Yom Tov right we said you're allowed to lower the fruit down the um Skylight. Skylight on Yom That's only talking about on that roof, which means the roof where the fruit are, the skylights, they just drop it down. But from roof to roof, no. Which means I can't take the perot from one roof. Let's say you have a, a, a roof on the same level, right? I just want to move it to the next roof and lower it down the skylight on that roof. That's already asur, which means the um, hakamim didn't want you to make tirha. Uh, Right, because to go from roof to roof is a tercha. So v'tanya nami achav v'bright that is support is aim at tatlim megag legag. You cannot go from roof to roof. Afilu kishigagotein shavin. She's even if it's on the same level. We're not talking about we have to climb up to go to the level. That's for sure it's going to be as that's tercha yitera. But even if you have let's say roofs that are on the same level, you cannot go from one roof to another roof and lower the fruits down the next scale on the next roof. That's why yom tov. So the Gemara says atamai. What's the din going to be by Shabbat when you have the kupot? Let's say what's the question? I say the reason maybe on Yom Tov you can't go from roof to roof because Yom Tov is light in the people's eyes and therefore we're going to be lenient to go from roof to roof they're going to come to be by Yom Tov but Shabbat which is stringent in the people's eyes you can afford to be lenient because it's not going to lead to Zilzul and therefore maybe I'll let you go move let's say the boxes from one roof to another or one room to another room which means uh, maybe I'll let you have that, uh, that, that, that leniency. In this case over here, where there's an issue that the perot are going to get ruined, and still what? You still said you can't go from roof to roof. Over there on Shabbat, so they do what have said. 
that everything is in boxes. So therefore, there's no way And of course, it should be a suit to go from, let's say, room to room to move the goods. So that's that question as well. Comes the next question. Ha-ha! Actually, that would be Tanya. Over here we have a Braita that says, Lo yeshalchelem bechevel bahalonot. Hevel bahalonot, you should not lower the fruit down in a rope in the windows. We're talking about over here, let's say the window is uh, higher than the roof. Okay, you have a roof, flat roof, the penalty on the roof. And you have, let's say, a wall, right, coming above the roof, and you have a window there. So you want to raise the fruit. You know, throw them in the window and lower them down with a rope. So the Mishnah says, You cannot lower them down into a rope. Look at Rashi. Right, you have, let's say, walls surrounding your roof. Doesn't have a skylight. Right, you have a wall that, let's say, will lower the, goes down to the Hatser. Or to the Hatser, or to the house. You cannot lower it down into the window. With, with a rope and let's say these sakin in, uh, in sack because first you have to raise it to the window and then from the window you got to lower it down to the say that's too much back to the camera sulamot sulamot would be like a ladder or steps okay because that would be a big terha as well to carry them all the way down the steps so that's on Yom Tov so the camera wants to know what would be the deal with these kupot on Shabbat Mm-hmm. Would you be allowed to, let's say, lower them down a window to get them out of the room, or let's say to lower them down a ladder? I'll tell you, why Mahmir? Because there's no bitu betam We're not talking about you moving the stuff on the roof in order to make room for the students. So there's no reason to be mekel. Aval Shabbat ika bitu betam midrash shapidamim. I'm telling you, Shabbat where you have bitu betam midrash or you have orchim, you have guests. So I'll argue. Maybe I'll let you even do it with this extra exertion, even by lowering it down into a window or uh, let's say lowering down the ladder. Or dilma can go the other way. Achad ika if said perot of here where there's a loss and still would just say Amar lo you still are not lenient for you to go down the window or the ladder. Hatam the lake have said perot, local shaken over there on Shabbat where there's no have said perot. So Kol Sheker we have to be Mahmir. The Gemara leaves off Tiku. She's on all these quandaries that we just had. The Gemara says we have to wait for the Aaron to come and answer the She'elot. And now the Gemara continues to the next subject. Umchasin et perot. So what do we say in the Mishnah? We said in the Mishnah that let's say you have a delif, right? You have a drip. A leak in the roof, and it's dripping in the. Uh, uh, huh? The Mishnah said that you're allowed to cover perot bekelim uh, with vessels because of the drip that is uh, leaking from the roof because you don't want to ruin your perot. Okay. et <laughs> perot. So comes the uh, comes the Gemara and says, Amar Ula. Ula says, Vaafilu avira de Even a pile of bricks, you'd be allowed to cover. Mishnah said perot. You want to say perot lavdafka. You could even move a pile of. You could even cover a pile of bricks. Now what's the Tanush? Look at the Rashi. Afilu avira de libne. Levanim bricks has sedurim. Now what's Tadush? Umuksim lebinyan. But die. These are items are mukseh. They're mukseh for building purposes. The geshemim notfim. The geshemim are dripping on them. Umitiyaresh lo yemuho. You're worried they're going to dissolve. They're going to fall apart. Mutalit taltil kelim tsurcham velechasotam. You could take, let's say, covers. 
and move them in order to cover the bricks. <laughs> Do you remember we learned in Masechet Shabbat the opinion of Rabbi Tzach that held en kli nital ela letzorich bevar nital. That in the laws of Mukseh, you're not allowed to pick up a heter item to serve something that's Mukseh. So according to that opinion, they would say that no, these bricks are Mukseh. Therefore, you can't even take the cover. The hadush of this ulah is telling you, no, not only perot can you cover because of the delif, but even bricks that are mukseh, you're allowed to take a cover and cover them up. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yitzhak Amar, perot haruyin. He says, no, 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 no. When the uh, Mishnah says that we're talking about perot, uh, perot means perot haruyin, dafka fruit that are, Edible, yeah. which means he holds that only non-Muqsay items. And if Yitzhak follows his reasoning, yeah. So if Yitzhak says, no, only fruit, it says fruit, not because uh, you cannot move a heter object for something that is asur. So the guy comes again, the Sheen says, <laughs> cover <laughs> Perot, it shows the perot as an example. Perot in. Avirad de libne lo. That's a question against Ula. Why did the Mishnah then choose the case of perot? Give me the big hadush. Tell me the case of even Avirad de libne, that's Mukseh. So the Gibbard, who had deen, that filu Avirad de libne. Really, the Mishnah could have chosen that as an illustration. The Aidi de Tana Resha Mashirin perot. Since the Mishnah chose as an illustration in the first case, Perot, Mashilin Perot, so once already you said the word Perot, so it uses it in the Sefa. Also, Perot, Mechasin Perot, but Lavdafka, Huadin, Mechasin, Avira, so Perot is just a, uh, a Lavdafka from the Resha. Look at Rashi, she says, Ve'aidi detana Resha, Perot al-Uyin. She's in the beginning, you have to say the perot are non mukseh Because in the first case, you're touching the perot themselves. So, you have to say the perot are non mukseh And the hadush is what? That even in the sefa, when it says perot, that she says, actually. <laughs> Vechen Shemen. Ah, the Mishnah gives another example. That you're also allowed to cover Kadeyayim and Kadeh Shemen. Now, Kadeyayim and Kadeh Shemen are seemingly non muksa items. And you can't answer me, Ula, that I did the Tani Resha. And the Resha, we didn't mention Kadeyayim and Kadeh Shemen. So, why did the Mishnah choose that you can cover Kadeyayim and Kadeh Shemen? Plus, because only Kadeyayim and Kadeh Shemen, because they're non muksa And therefore, what you said, Abirad al is wrong. So, the Kadeyayim and Kadeh Shemen is a question. Look at Rashi. Rashi said, Tenan, Kadeyayim and Kadeh Mehdi Bahani lo Aidi Rail. 
we didn't discuss these cases above. The Kevan the Tanhaka, since it says it over here in the Mishnah, Ba Lashmina Devarim Aharim Devat Pirot, Hayalashmianu Devanim, which if you come in to tell me stuff besides Pirot. Okay, so the Pirot left Afka. Mm-hmm. So you want to give me another case, give me the big hadush. Give me Avirad Libnir. Uh-huh. What do you give me a non Muksa case? Ella must be that only non Muksa items uh, are, are permissible to cover, but not Muksa items. Tarat Gavanah says no, Rabbi said Awla will answer. Hakrab Askina Bitabla. We're talking about table. Who told you these these, these uh, yain and uh, shemin is talking about it's edible? Maybe it's table. You didn't take to the water ma'asur. And therefore the hadus in Mishnah is what that you can use, you can cover them even though they are mukseh, right? So comes the Gemara um, says. Makes sense to say that that's the case. The isalka daltach kadeyayin vekadeshem deetera. If you want to tell me that's talking about regular yayin and shemen, that's mutar. Hatanel resha perot. You told me perot already. But you give me another case. Perot kadeyayin. The yayin and shemen must be coming to me adush kadeyayin vekadeshem. So that's the last question, right? So therefore, I was bringing a proof. I proved that it's mukse. The fact that it said perot in the first case. Now nah, let's give me another case. Another non mukse. How many non mukse cases you want to give me? We gave you the case of Pirot already. Allah must be talking about the Kadiyah because the Shemin is Muqseh and therefore it's teaching you what? That you're allowed to cover them up. Kabbalah says no. Kadiyah because the Shemin is Tarikhaleh. You need it. Why? Even though it says Pirot, you need it. Why? Sakadatak Amina, Levsid Miruba, Hashishu. Levsid Mu'at, no Hashishu, Kamash Ma'alan. Which means I would have said like this. The Pirot are considered Levsid Miruba. Fruit, it's a big loss. Therefore, I think, you know what? To cover up the uh, fruit, but maybe if I've said Mu'ad, some water goes into the wine. Big deal. They've said Mu'ad. Some water goes into the oil. They've said Mu'ad. So maybe I'll tell you for that, we're not going to be lenient for to make a Tirha to cover up the items. All non Muqseh things. Kamash Ma'lan, that even on said Mu'ad, but a Kedai, the Kedeshim, that's not Muqseh, still it's permissible. And that's why uh, you cannot bring a proof to Ula, because I'll tell you the case is talking about still non Muqseh items. Even on said Mu'ad, even on a minor loss, again, the fruit is considered the said Mu'rubah. You're right, but I guess a little, a little water that falls into the water, just dilute a little. Big deal, it's not going to ruin it. It's said Mu'ad. Masha'ikah, the fruit is going to get spoiled. Comes again, Quran says. She says, if said Mu'at, Gishamim are not fim al yayin, if said Mu'ati, Achitashach mi salikim. The little dripping that's going to, by the time it gets night, it's going to be if said Mu'at, not such a major damage. I've got a perot malkibim. The perot, they rot. Yeah. And therefore, it's going to be a if said Mirubah. Comes the Gabriel and says, Tenam, not in the Mishnah, not nimkli, tahta delif, bishabbat. Oh, you're allowed to take a keli and put it under the delif, under the dripping on the Shabbat. Now, the dripping is Mukse. Yeah. Right? Dirty water, we're assuming. And what is it saying? I can take a keli to go serve the Muqseh item. Oh, so that's a proof to Ula. You see that what? You're allowed to take a keli. Oh, so that's a proof for Ula. How can I take the keli and catch the uh, dripping? Right? And she says, What are you using the dripping for? The dripping is not that way. So the Gemara says, yeah, but you're catching the, the Mukseh. So I'm taking the keli, so you see that's a proof to Ula. Gemara answers, Which means it's clear. Meaning it's not, you know, no, human beings are not going to drink it, but it's clear for animals. So therefore, therefore, it doesn't have a deed of Mukseh, therefore you have no proof. Comes again, what says, Tashema. Come on, let's we'll begin with Pursin Ma'aselet Al Gabe Levanim Beshabbat. Clear, brighter. It says, what you can do, let's say you have Levanim, you have bricks. 
Okay? Now bricks to chaurah mukseh. And the bricks are designated for building. It's raining. You don't want the bricks to dissolve. You could cover the bricks on the uh, on Shabbat. So what do you see? What that you're allowed to move something that's mutal, that's orik nadar, hamukzeh, proof to ula. Kabbalah says no. Bilbenim the aitur mebenyana the hazel lemizgalayu. We're talking about bricks that were left over from a building project, and now already you're not going to build with them. What could you do with them? You can sit on them. Therefore, they're not mukseh, and therefore that's why there is no problem. Comes the Kabbalah continues. Tashema. Porcine mahaseret al gabe abanim be Shabbat. Oh, it clearly says you're allowed to cover rocks. Rocks are clearly mukseh, and still you can cover them. Proof for Ula that she says al gabe abanim she negubin or yeah that they were collected the binyan. They're dry, which is they're dry rocks, and you can use them for construction. Ushen mitlachlehin. And when they get wet from the rain, salik laazov than a geban. You have to dry them again. Sheena mikabalot tatit yafe, because it's not going to get the cement good if they want. Bebinyan shreli yavish, right? And it's not going to dry good. So therefore, it's not going to dry. So therefore, uh, it says you want to cover them. You don't want them to get wet. These rocks. So it says you can cover them. Right? The mukseh, the mukseh for binyan. Kevra says, no, what type of rocks we're talking about? The abanim, the kurzalot. We're talking about the sharp pointed stones. The hazyan, the betekiseh. In the olden days, how did they used to clean? themselves with the Rebetah Kiseh, just take these sharp stones, they were called Abanim Kuzalot, and they were not Muqsid, they were designated already from Bavosh Shabbat for this purpose, and therefore, that's why it is permissible, and she says, the Rebetah Kiseh, the Kanayah, to wipe, to clean, come and listen, Porsin, Mahaseret, Al-Gabeh, Kaveret, Deborim, B'Shabbat, it is permissible, to take a Mahaseret, a mat, and cover a beehive, on Shabbat, in the summer, what's the reason why you're covering it? To protect it from the sun. In the rainy season, why you're covering it? So long as you don't have kavana to trap, because when you're covering the beehive, you're trapping the bees. And we'll understand what that statement means in a moment. But let's understand the first part. The kavanah is mukseh. The bees are mukseh. And still, what is it saying? You could cover the beehive on Shabbat. That's a proof to Allah. That even though the Bi'ah is Muqseh, you can move on. Muqseh item. Kibra said, no, hatam namedi ikadvash. So what are we talking about? What is having a Bi'ah? There's honey in a Bi'ah. Therefore it's not Muqseh. And therefore it's Mutad. So Kibra said, Amar leir of Uqbam and Meshan and Abashe. So what are you talking about? Hati na'abi mutahamad ikadvash. Yeah, in the summer it produces honey. So you can explain to me in the summer why it's not Muqseh. However, bimota gishami ma'ikalimimar. In the winter, it doesn't produce honey. And you still tell me you can cover it. So how are you going to answer why you can cover it in the uh, winter? There's no honey. Kabbalah says, Lord, it's the ka'ila le'otan shtehalot. The two combs, which means the bees, they store honey uh, in two combs for the winter. Because they don't produce. So therefore, there is, there is honey even in the uh, winter. Those are shtehalot. As she says, first white line, shed sapihit manihim bechaveret. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, it's like uh, combs or wax that they have in the uh, beehive. Keshirodin otan umehem parnasal edevorim kol yemotak yishamim. Right, that's the parnasah for the uh, for the bees for the whole season, rainy season. Otan shtehalot mutalak asot kolat nevashikavet asui aliot aliot shalhalot, which means it's made like in layers. So the hadush is the top mukse even in the winter. So the Kabbalah Gemara says, Lo nitzchayel leotan shtehalot. Gemara says otan shtehalot muksotin. What are you talking about? They, these are muksot. Uh, Why? They're not for human consumption. They're for the bees to eat. So the humans being don't eat that, so that's mukseh in the winter. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara says, 
that before he covered them, before Shabbat, he had kabana, he's going to eat them. Okay, so of course, if a person has kabana, he's going to eat them, so they become non muksim So the Gemara says, Aval, lo hashav alehim, my. A person didn't have machshav on them. Asur? You can tell me it's asur? Yeah, good. Adetani, ulvachet kaven asud. So where did you have to go to the case of? That it's only going to be asur in a case where you're trapped. You don't got to get the trapping. Give a haluk in the case itself and say, Permit every mamorim, shahashav alehim. Aval, lo hashav alehim, asur. Which means we have, a, we have a rule. Whenever you can keep the mahloket to this, in, 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 this, in the similar case that we're discussing, right, you have the case of Eter, you have the case of Isur. If you can keep the Eter and Isur in a similar case, we'd rather that, instead of jumping to a different case to give me the Isur. So here it told me, when is it Mutar? It's Mutar the case where he thought about it before Shabbat, and therefore the Kavere, the Hashtag Halot, are considered non Muqsed, therefore it's permissible. What's the case of Asur? We had Kavanat the Tzad. What you have to jump the Tzad for? Keep the Eter and Isur in the same case and say, when is it Mutar? Them. And keep it like that. What are you going to go to Tzedah for? So Kabbalah says, Hachi Kabbalah. You're right. This will have to read the Brighter like this. Even in the case where you had Kabbalah before Shabbat, therefore the Shabbat are not considered Mukseh, it's still going to be Asur when? So long as you don't have Kabbalah to travel, even on the Heter side. Don't think you're out of the woods. Just show it kavana before Shabbat for the shteh halot. If I can do whatever I want. Hey, you got a problem of trapping. So therefore the writer says, to get rid of the trapping problem. Now the Gemara is going to analyze this trapping business. Well, obviously, if you're learning this writer, the whole subject is we had kavana before Shabbat. This must be going like the Yehuda, because who subscribes to the opinion of Mukseh? The Yehuda, according to the Bishamon, let the Mukseh. Therefore, I don't have to go through this whole business designating and not discover it. There's no problem. I don't care this Mukseh. I don't hold the Mukseh. So you have to say that the bright of is the Shittat, the Yehuda. The Gemara's what are you talking? Ebasefa ubevad sheloyit kaven natsud. We know that Biyudah says in the second Shabbat that even a davar she'en mitkaven is asur. But this bright is saying ubevad sheloyit kaven. Implying that if you don't have Kavanah Latsud, you're okay. Atan Rabbi Shimon. Because we know Rabbi Shimon, she does the Amar, the Vashim it Kaven, Mutar. At the end of the bright, when the bright says, listen, so long as you don't have Kavanah to trap, you're okay. That's the Vashim it Kaven. Who owns the Vashim it Kaven, Mutar? Rabbi Shimon. So the Gabbard asks another question. Resha, Mukseh, Rabbi Yudah. Sefa, the Gabbard said, you're going to Rabbi Shimon. It doesn't work that way. You can't split a brighter and tell the Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Yudan is the Rabbi Shimon. The Kabbara says, what do you mean? With this Berah, the Rabbi Shimon? What are you talking? Do you think that the Sefa is going to Rabbi Shimon? Which means how? Ve'a abayev rabad amli tarvayu modeh Rabbi Shimon mefsik nesheh velayimot. So we're talking about, we learned the Pesach of Shabbat. Even though Rabbi Shimon says the Vashim et Kaven Mutar. But if it's going to be inevitable, which I don't have Kavana. Like in this case over here, I'm covering the beehive. I don't have Kavana. So what? It's psi When you cover it, you're trapping. It's not going to help anything. That's called the psi mm-hmm. And the bishamon was modeh, the psi So you're telling me, ah, the sefa is the bishamon. Hell, the sefa cannot be the bishamon. The bishamon doesn't subscribe to this opinion because he'll hold it as soon as well. Even if you're not have given out the tzad, because it's a psi because it is inevitable. Uh, so what are you going to say? <coughs> so the Gemara says, I'll answer you like this. Kula Rabbi Yehudai. Really, the Resha and the Sefa is a Yehuda. Ve'akab ma'askinan, de'it be'kaveh. 
What is kaver? As she says, halonot. Three lines on the bottom. There's windows. Yesh b'defanotea. Vafapish v'chaseet pia. So you're going to cover the top of the uh, uh, beehive. Enam nitzodim. They're not going to be trapped. In lo yechaseba et halonot. It's not going to be trapped until you actually cover the windows. Velo tema ubelvad shluit kavim. Now it's got to do with kavanah anymore. Ela bilvad shelo yasena misuda shelo yistoma halamot. We we reword the brayta. It's got to do with kavanah. It's really going on like the biyud alvir. But all he's telling you is the case over here is first of all it's got windows, and therefore when you cover it, the uh, uh, the bees still have a chance to escape through the windows. All the brayta is just telling you ubilvad. When you cover it, make sure you don't cover the windows. And you're asking Peshita. The Gibran is going to ask that question in a second. So comes the Gibran and says, Let it be Yehuda. Don't read the Braita that you shouldn't have covered. Because we do with Kavana now. Ela, the point is, Ela Ema Ubevat Shelo Yasena Misuda. Just read it straight. The point is that uh, listen. Make sure when you're uh, dealing with this bi, don't make a trap. Don't 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 trap it. And if I can say the nation, the sifra is going like the bi Yehuda. So according to the Bishabon, you don't even need windows. According to the Bishabon, Tosfot speaks out. It'd be enough if you just had a little uh, hole, a little opening over there, and you can cover it. So long as it's can escape even from a little hole. It's not a psikreshe, you're okay. Uh, for the Bihuda, you need already big windows. But the point is what? Even if it's not mitkaven, it's asur. Okay, so not only, you're not, mitkaven is like the issue of it, because even not mitkaven is asur. So the point is, don't trap it. Make sure you leave the windows uncovered. So the Kibbara says, Peshita. Of course, what do you tell me? Uh, according to the Bihuda, make sure you're not sad on Shabbat. Isn't that obvious? What do you tell me? Don't cover the windows. Of course, don't, don't I know sad is one of the 39 Melagot? Of course, you cannot cover the windows. So the Kibbara says, no, Remember in Masechet Shabbat, when it came to the suit of trapping, we gave uh, uh, discussions on what type of animals or species are asur. So some wanted to say, only items that are normally trapped. Animals that are normally trapped, they fall under the category of tzad. But I would have said that maybe an item that's not normally trapped, because people don't normally trap bees, you trap a deer, you trap a batata, you don't trap bees. So I would have said maybe it's mutar, and therefore maybe you can even cover the dobi hive. Kamash Malan. Kamash Malan what? So Kamash Malan is one of two ways to learn this over here. Either Kamash Malan that even Enonitzod is Hayav. And therefore, even though bees are not normally trapped, you can't cover the beehive. Or the Kadush is Kamash Malan that bees are Minonitzod. And therefore, it falls into the regular category of Minonitzod. And therefore, you're not allowed to trap them because it is Minonitzod. It's the islands like that. So therefore, it's a Malushim. But the point is, it's a Hadush in the Ibrahim. Itself comes to give it on says. Well, so basically, what do we do? Let's just, just review the the, the shaklavetaria. We brought a right. We tried to bring a proof for ula. Right. We brought a case of the beehive. We said that the beehive mukse and you can cover it. Proof to ula. Nah. And somehow it's not mukse. How is it not mukse? But because we're talking about it, it has the uh, halot. Halot. What do you mean? Halot is for the for the bees. It's mukse. No, come out where you miyached them. Ah, miyached them. The flock will itne bedide. Oh, you're right. Really, I'll tell you. Even in the case where you may ahead, it's only me mutas as long as you don't 
מכוון את הטראפ. לא, מה אני אומר? יש לנו ביהודה, ספר רבי שמעון? לא, כולה רבי יהודה. And all the sefer is telling you, make sure you don't cover the whole trap. And the hadush is what? That you might have thought that אין במינון ניצור אז מותר, כמה שפעמים it is אסור. So basically what we did, we answered the whole ברייתא, no proof to עולה, the ביהד is not מוקסר, and the whole ברייתא is רבי יהודה. Now Rav Asher comes along and says, he says like this, Rav Asher אמר, Rav Asher says, מי קטני בימות החמה ובימות הגשמים? Which means, did the Braita say, uh, in the summer and in the winter? Right, because we had two cases, right? In the summer, it says, Bechama, Mepne Hama. Bigashamim, why are you covering this beehive? In the sun, because of the sun. In the winter, in the, in the rain, because of the rain. But it didn't say in the summer season, nor did it say in the rainy season. It, so therefore, what does it mean? Bechama, Mepne Hama, it said. In the sun, because of the sun, when is that? What part of the season do you have both sun and rain? We're talking about the springtime, which or the autumn, which means in Tishri or in Nisan. And you know what else you have? You also have honey as well. And therefore, you don't got to come out to Halot. You don't have to come out to that whole uh, ants over there where you're Miyahe. There's honey all year round And therefore you can just go simply That's why it was permissible to cover it up Because of, you know, it's still no proof But you don't got to come out to this whole business of The halot Look at the second line in Ashir of Hashem There's honey there for the eating purposes Yes, the question. What do you mean? In the winter, is the dvash? Who said we're talking about winter over here? Did it say anything about the summer season or the winter season? It said in the time of sun and rain. When's the time of sun and rain? Tishli and Nisan. There's honey in the kaveret the as well. Therefore, that's another answer. Comes the Gemara and continues. So the Mishnah said you're allowed to take a keli and you have to put it under the delif. Delif is the dripping from the roof. You have to put the keli over there as well. So comes the Gemara and says, Tana, we have a bright keli. Let's say the keli is filled now. That's all the dripping in there. It's filled. Shofech. Which means you could refill it, empty it, fill it again, which means it doesn't matter, it's terha. doesn't matter. For the hefseed over here, will be material to uh, empty the bucket and refill it uh, as well. And she says, Shofech uh, lahutz, of course outside, V'shoneh yahazirenu limkomot ta'atadirvenu nimnah, Minishanot kol hayom imsarich nekach. Of course if it's necessary. Comes the Gemara and says... Abaye had a millstone. Okay, it was made out of uh, like a clay or something like that. And the water and the delif that he had was going to ruin it. So it says, Daluf. Daluf meaning the rain from the roof was dripping on it. And it was going to get uh, ruined. Atalikameh de Rabah. Say, when in front of Rabah? Amarle zil aile le puriach le hatam. So he told them, go take your bed. And go put the bed next to the uh, millstone. Now already, this delif uh, that's falling over there in the area where your bed is, it's disgusting. On Shabbat, we have a rule that uh, an item that normally, let's say, is disgusting, let's say, uh, it's a item. 
But if you're not sitting in that room over there and it's not uh, affecting you, it's not bothering you, so therefore you can't move it. It's mukseh. However, if it's in a place where you're sitting and you're uh, bothering you and it's taking away from you on Shabbat, so there's a special etera mukseh called the graf shel re'i, a bucket filled with re'i, uh, excrement, with mutar to move it. So now what happened over here? He has his rechaim over there. Okay? So all the water is uh, dripping over there. So now he goes to the rabbi. So what does he tell the rabbi? Look at that sheep. It was made out of like um, a, a, a clay. There was not enough kedim. They, they, they're putting kedim and kedim to catch the uh, uh, the delif, but it's not enough. So look at the sheep. Zil aidel purchatam lebayit shusham to the room that it's in. Go bring the your bed in there. Which means, uh, now this rehaim uh, over here, that's in front of you, is going to be ma'us. Uh, you have a rehaim that's all dripping on it, all the stuff of it. It smells, it's like garbage. In front of you, if you were not in the room, you can pay no attention, it's mukseh. However, now, it's a graf shalari. Now you made it a graf shalari. Why did you make it a graf shalari? You put your bed in there. Why did you put your bed in there? No, it sounds like it's the bed that she says. Mm-hmm. She says, The bed that she says, The bed that she says, The rehaim is going to be ma'us. You're trying, to, you're trying to get to the high and out. Right, 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 right. So that's the way you do it. Comes to go with the Vafke, and take it out. Comes to go with the says, So the Hold it. Which means, I understand, if it happened, and a graf occurred on Shabbat, okay, it's mutan. But to go cause a graf to put my bed in the room, the katayla, to now give me a tent, to go move the rehaim, hey, is that professor with the katayla? In the interim, what happened? The whole rehaim fell apart. She's in the whole discussion, bottom line, the whole, it, wasn't, it wasn't a shayla anymore. The whole thing broke. Amar, he says, it's, it's deserving to me. I went against my master. The rabbi told me mutar, and now I'm trying to be mahmir on him. It serves me well that I didn't listen to the psaq of the rabbi, and therefore this happened to me. Look at the Tosafot. What do you mean? That's, wasn't he right? I'll be in his question. You don't make a graf Either because of if said, it'll be permissible. Which means, over here, the rain was already dripping. So already the, the it's ma'us, right? It's, it's, it's ma'us already. So now all you're doing is, the graph is there. All you're doing is now orchestrating a situation that I'd be able to, to move it. Mashikin, in the other case over there where you're inviting the goy, that was already a step before. You're inviting him over there. What are you just going to do? He's going to dip his uh, uh, bread into the, into the wine or something. He's going to make it ma'us uh, or something and you're going to be able to take it out. That's already That's a step. Right. That's more like a ta'ila. Right? But over here already, the dirt, the dirt is there. It happened already. So what are we telling the guy to put his bed in there? I to put his bed in there. It's not like a ta'ila. So gives two answers. I'm that's the bucket of the Re'i That's also the bucket that they have the Meraglaim in there 
but die. It's mutar to uh, move them out to a ashpa, uh, right? To the garbage on Shabbat. Ushihu mahziro. Now, when you bring it back, now the bucket is empty. Now the bucket, the kaurash should become mukseh. So it says noten bo maim umahziro. So you put water in it, as she says, the muksimah mahmiut miusen. Now it's ready, Muqsim Ahmad Mi'us. The ilav agav mayaha, lo matzeh le tatulinu lo Right? The shadow of the Meshub Kivodo. She said, I only let you take it out because of Kivodo. But now I want to bring it back. So therefore, what do we tell you? Put some, something that's Rawi in the water. Maybe it's Rawi for Behemot, this water. And therefore, since it's not Muqsim, therefore I can bring it back in. Sabur Mineh, so the Gemara thought like this. Who made this statement over This was said by Shemuel. Graf Shere'i agav mana'in. It's much that a graph shari, the only reason you can move it is because you're not touching the ri'i itself. You're carrying it with the bucket. However, no. But smart if let's say the ri'i was there without a bucket. Smart you can't pick it up and get rid of it. It's only a tear of a graph shari because it's in a graph or a beat. But to pick it up directly would be asur. That's what they're thinking. So she says, Savur minem, but the Shmuel, you suvrim et talmidim, the dafka graf nakat, the agat manas shadu talkin tarei. Avam if not small, it all tarei. Oda var maus b'mas b'yadov yotzeru lo shadu de. Comes the Gemara and says, Tashimadu achbarta. There was a certain mouse. Deshtakah be aspermake. The Rav Ashe was in the besamim of Rav Ashe. A mouse fell into the besamim. He told them, take it out by its tail. It's ma'us. It's a muqsa. It's a davar ma'us. He didn't tell them, I would have cared, you know, that touch the davar ma'us itself by the tail and get rid of it. So what do you see over here? That not only a graf shari'i is mutar, but even the re'i itself, it's in a place where it's ma'us, it's permissible to take it up with the yadaim and move it out. Comes the Mishnah. Which means, any item that is a surah on Shabbat, either Mishum Shivut, Shivut would mean, Mishum Rabbanan, Mishum Reshut, Mishum Reshut is, it's a surah Rabbanan, even though it's a exact mitzvah, but it's still Asur. Or Mishum Mitzvah. Where it's Mama, it's a Mitzvah item, and still it's Asur with Rabbanan. So if it, the rule is like this, all those three categories, Shivut, Rishut, Mitzvah, if it's Asur on Shabbat to do those items, Biyom Tov as well, it's also Asur. Okay, now the Gemara is going to give you the examples. The following items are just voluntary items that are not connected to a Mitzvah, that are Asur with Rabbanan. Number one, Lo Olin Be'ilan. That is a sur to climb up a tree on Shabbat as well as Yom Tov. We'll see why. Velo rochbin al Nor can you ride an animal. Velo shatin al Nor can you swim in the water. Velo mitapechin. That's clapping. Velo mitapechin. That's banging your hand against your leg, your thigh. Velo mitakidin. You cannot dance. Ve'eluhem mishum reshut. Those items are mishum reshut. Okay? Now, 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 now these items are the shoot. The first items are shivut. Now we go to the shoot. What are they? Lord Danin, meaning a judge cannot uh, sit in court and give do uh, dayanu judgment. The law mikdashin, a man cannot mikdash a wife. Right? The law holsin, right? The mitzvah of halitza. 
right? has to break the connection between uh, him and his uh, sister-in-law when she falls to Yibum. Vedom Yibimin. No, can you make the mitzvah of Yibum? The brother died without children. It's mitzvah for the brother-in-law to marry the uh, wife and fulfill the mitzvah of Yibum. That's not done, Ajah. That all those cases are considered reshut. The Edoin Mishum Mitzvah. The following items are asud, even though there's a mitzvah. Lo makdishin. Makdishin is to consecrate something to the Beit Hamikdash. Velo ma'arichin. That's to make a erech. Erechi alai. The Torah gives a certain value to each person depending on his age. So a person is not allowed to say on Shabbat Yom Tov erechi alai. I want to donate my value to the Beit Hamikdash. Velo ma'arimin. That's again to consecrate something to Beit Kabbai to the treasury of the Beit Hamikdash. Velo magbein teruma. No, can you take terumot? Umaaser. Kol elu be. These, by the way, these last three, they were said by Yom Tov. So if it's a surah on Yom Tov, which is more hamur. Really, the only difference between Shabbat and Yom Tov is everything that's a surah on Shabbat is a surah on Yom Tov, except which means things that are connected to preparing food. Let's read Rashi. Shabbat, <laughs> Things you might fix an instrument, the kavid mana, which is a sukkah, you're making a vessel. Which means you might have thought that these things are, that are reshut, since they're connected to a mitzvah, you might have thought that the rabbis would be lenient on them. But they still were said, it's only the shoot compared to the next case that are called mitzvah. You know, these, these are also considered mitzvah. Yeah. But they're not as severe as the third section. So therefore they're called the shoot compared to the third section. Right? The middle ones are called the shoot. The first three are called, the first case are called shavut. The isur shavut gamur yeshpen. The fishem bim saad, the siluk yisot achamim ma'alein shem bim nachlochit mitzvah. There was no reason for the rabbis not to make a gizra in the first section because there's no mitzvah at all. In the second two sections of the shoot and mitzvah, you could have argued and said, well, listen, it's connected to a mitzvah, maybe we should be making, and still they were, Oser, lo danin, din, came out of judgments, velo mekadeshin, isha, ubegemara, mefarish, amai kareh the shoot, why is that called the shoot, isn't it mitzvah gemara, to get married to a lady, the gemara will say, why is that called the shoot, velo mekadeshin, that's hikdeshot, that's consecrated, ma'arichin, erkecha, alai, venoten, kefishanim, according to the years, which is the the if you climb up the tree, what's going to happen? You might come to pull off a branch. That she says, 
Right? That's one of the 39 melachot. Shetonesh mina mechobar. You're taking something from, that's attached to the ground. Velorech bin al-gabe behemah. What's the reason why you can't uh, ride an animal? Gezerah shema yetzichot satchum. Because we're worried if you ride the animal, you might end up going outside the Tchum Shabbat. Shema' minat techumim deoraita. What do you mean? It comes out according to this. We only make a gezerat that says that's a su deoraita. Now, we only had one opinion in Masek and Arubin that said that techumim is deoraita. That's a bi'akiva. So the Gemara must be, if you tell me that the reason why the animal says to ride an ambush and go outside the Tchum must be going like the bi'akiva. So comes the Gemara and says, and we know the rabbis don't hold like that. So Gemara says, Ela gezerat shema yachtok zemorah. Now, a different reason. We don't want you to ride the animal because you might come to rip a uh, branch off in order to use it as a you know, whip for the animal. That's why you cannot... Uh, why? That's the that's Gizrada Oraita. Because uh, you're pulling off the trees. That's the Oraita. Velochatin apneamayim. What's the reason why you cannot swim in the water? Gizrada shima yasechabicho chayatin. You're right that you might make a rift. That she says, what is this? That's read that she shima yachtoks zemorah. We saw. Lekota to hit the animal. Vavi kotsim in a mechubar. Habicho chayatin. Keri shel guma. Shorgin oto vasik. You make like a, uh, a barrel, long barrel, and you use it like a tube. And you use it for uh, floating, a flotation device. And therefore, it's going to be a suit. As Ford says, Perusha Kuntanashu, Kay Karim, Rosim, Kay Habit, Veshat Behem, Vekashe, Tatanan, Perik Edutonim, Bekli Hires, Tablash, and Labis was in the Habit Shayatin, Ama, the Hires, who Behen, and Elishi Kelly Hires. He learns it differently. From a second Torah, he has a different understanding. It's a Kelly Hires, it's a earthenware vessel. Sheno Petah, Meto. clap and to dance, again, you might come to do all these happy things, you might come to make an instrument, and therefore it's going to be a sur. Last case. Right, the following items are Asur Mishum Meshut. Lo Danin. What do you mean? It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to have a diyun. Just sit in judgment. It's a mitzvah. So the Gemara says, Do Tzadikha Deika Deadif Mineh. We're talking about where there's a bigger Dayan in the city. That there's a bigger Dayan in the city, Deadif Mineh. Huh? No, it's not a mitzvah for that rabbi to judge. Because really, the, you can give it to the other judge. Let him, let him take it. You're coming to me, it's the shoot now. I don't have to judge this case. You're really the, the other rabbi is supposed to judge it. Therefore, that's a case. more suitable to judge. Therefore, that's a case of the shoot. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. She, she says, um, Did he say anything? No. No, he doesn't say. Simple, that's explanation. Which means there's a bigger judge over there. So there's a bigger judge. There's no mitzvah for the first judge to judge.